0: Hey folks, I'm Colin Gray and this is PodCraft. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of Series 3 of PodCraft. This series we're talking peerless podcasting websites, so how to create a great home for your podcast. And it's episode three now, so we're up to looking at the software that you need to install on your website to make it run as a podcasting platform. If you've been listening so far, you know we're working with the WordPress uh, software, WordPress platform. So WordPress works as a standard website platform. You can install any kind of website on there, create a website for your company, your hobby, your business, whatever you want. But to make it work as a proper podcasting website, you need a couple of plugins which enable it to create that RSS feed in the right format that uh, iTunes and other providers require to be able to deliver audio files. It's just a particular way of formatting RSS feeds to include those kind of those audio files and the information that people need to be able to subscribe to your podcast. So we're going to look at the plugins you need for that. Now, if you missed yesterday's, then yesterday we were talking about how to install the website. So if you haven't yet installed WordPress, by all means, go back to yesterday's episode. And if you want to review the whole series, you can always get to the full series index at podcraft.net forward slash series three. But let's get on to today's content. So why do you need these plugins? Why do you need tools that uh, particularly set up your website to be a podcasting platform? Why can't you just run it as normal? I mean, With WordPress, you can just upload an audio file. You can place that audio file into a post. So why do you need this extra software? Well, the main idea, uh, the main reason for needing this software is that a normal RSS feed created by WordPress doesn't contain quite the right enclosure tags for iTunes and the other types of um, podcasting applications. So they need just a few extra bits of information to make it work for them, such as stuff particularly related to the length of the podcast. So like the length um, in time of the audio file or the type of audio file, the type of format. There's also many things that iTunes use to uh, categorise your podcast. So they have categories within their catalogue uh, and they take uh, categories from uh, a particular um, podcasting platform, uh, a podcasting plugin to make sure you're in the right category. So you can make sure you're listed in the right place. There's also things like episode uh artwork or podcast artwork so your full podcast has uh, an image that relates to that podcast you have that related to the whole podcast but then you can also have episode artwork as well so you can have a a particular picture for each episode and a a good podcasting plugin will enable you to be able to add that artwork to your podcast feed uh, and have it included in iTunes and the other providers straight away. So essentially, the podcasting plugins, the main reason is that they add a lot more functionality to your RSS feed. They make your RSS feed more podcast related, add in all this information that's related particularly to the podcasting sphere and essentially give iTunes and the other subscription apps a lot more information that helps them to categorize to work with your podcast. Now, other reasons for it. Uh, One particular reason actually is stats. So Statistics. Running a podcast uh, is, you can do it without statistics entirely. You don't need to know how many people are subscribing, how many people are downloading, how many people are playing on particular platforms. But it can be really useful and it can actually help you create um, more relevant content for your audience. It can make sure you're tailoring your website to the right types of devices, if more people are listening on mobile, for example. So it is quite nice to know who your audience are, even geolocation. So knowing where your audience are from, knowing what countries they're in, lets you perhaps create more content that are relevant to the bulk of your audience. So it's quite nice having those stats. And a podcasting plugin uh, will usually give you uh, a lot of options around how to integrate stats into your podcasting. For example, one of the plugins we're going to talk about today is PowerPress. So that's the one created by Blueberry, probably one of the most popular podcasting plugins out there. And Blueberry run their own stats package. So they have free stats, which are entirely free to use, give you still quite a lot of information. And they also have a pro stats service as well, which is only £5 a month, which gives you really good stats, really comprehensive, lets you know all you need to know about your audience, about how people are listening to you. And that's built into that plugin. So it just makes that kind of thing much easier. And you can also use different stats packages with PowerPress as well. Basically, PowerPress just gives you the option to input a redirect uh, URL, which will be provided by any stats package, which then lets that stats package see who's downloading the, the podcast episodes and give you the information relevant to that. So as you can tell, it's really easy to set that up. All you need is that stats account with whoever you want to do it with, and you need that link that you'll put into PowerPress, for example. Another good reason to have a podcasting plugin is that they quite often give you more comprehensive or more useful players for the audio. So WordPress does give you the option to have an audio player in it as standard. If you just place a link to an audio file in WordPress, quite often it will bring up uh, with the latest versions or if you have a plugin, it will bring up a player. It will let you play that audio file automatically. But with a podcasting plugin, it'll give you particular things related to that, uh, to the podcasting, um, the podcasting area, such as download. So quite a lot of people will want to listen to podcasts on the go. And the PowerPress plugin, for example, gives you a download link right below the uh, the plugin player. Now, you could argue that's not actually unique to podcasting. Anyone that listens to an audio file online might find it useful to be able to download your audio files to listen to offline on a mobile device, for example. So it's a good function to add, even if you're not thinking particularly podcasting. But the podcasting plugins do tend to add a few more features to the player in that form. And they tend to give you a bit more customization over the player too. Uh, For example, PowerPress and Seriously Simple Podcasting, the other plugin we're going to talk about today, both offer quite a few options about how your player appears, what functions it offers, gives your, your listeners a lot more power over how they consume your content on your website. Now, finally, there are a few different things that you can also do with particular podcasting plugins. They give you a lot more power over how you deliver your feeds as well. Uh, so Powerpress particularly gives you a lot of control over creating more than one feed so it can enhance all of your feeds on your WordPress site to uh, to include um, all of the podcasting extras, so the enclosure tags, all that kind of stuff. but it can also let you set up um, other feeds. Uh, So if you want to run more than one podcast from one website, then that's more than possible. You can also create a feed for each series of your podcast or or for themes within your podcast, for example. So you can create sub-podcasts within your big podcast. And that's not something that's uh, as easy with the standard WordPress. Um, You can do it with categories, but uh, the WordPress just gives you a bit more control over how that appears. And it also allows a little bit more control of the feeds in terms of of um, password protection. So you can make it so that each feed is private or you can password protect only certain feeds. So if you're thinking about monetizing your podcast and you want to um, have certain feeds which are available to the public for free, but certain feeds which aren't available for free, then you can password protect your feeds. So there's lots of different features like that within the likes of PowerPress, within the likes of Seriously Simple Podcasting, that you just don't get within your standard uh, WordPress install. So there's a few reasons. Uh, Basically, suffice to say that uh, there's very good reasons for installing a podcasting plugin, just for the fact that you get a valid podcasting feed that you can submit to iTunes, but also that gives you a whole lot more features um, that will benefit you in future as you're running your podcast. So the main thing to look at now is actually which ones to use. Now I've mentioned the names of them already. So PowerPress from Blueberry. Uh Blueberry spelled B-L-U-B-R-R-Y, so miss out all the vowels in standard web two fashion. Um It's a really good plugin, really powerful, it has been around for years, it's probably one of the most popular podcasting plugins out there, um, and as such gives you a ton of features. Um, The only complaint I would have about PowerPress is that (laughs) the plugin itself isn't uh, the nicest looking thing. Um, It's pretty functional, but it works really well, so don't worry too much about that. Get it installed, have a look through the features. Um, It's improved in recent um, years, months even, uh, in terms of usability. So for guiding you through the process and setting up your podcast Uh, and it is quite good at hiding away the more advanced features because PowerPress does offer you a whole lot of power. But a great deal of that you actually wouldn't need as a beginner podcaster. So it does have um, a couple of modes. sort of beginner mode and an advanced mode, which uh, the beginner mode just takes you through the essentials. So it just takes you through the things you really need to set up in the first place to get your podcast working. And then once you're running, once you want to start customizing things, once you want to start getting to the advanced stuff, you can choose that and you can move over to the advanced features. But PowerPress, um, certainly that's the one I use. So that's the one I tend to recommend the most. I find it's just, uh, I've tried quite a lot of plugins over the years and it's the one that I tend to use. Uh, so that's the, um, yeah, that's the one I would recommend as a number one option. The alternative, which I mentioned, Seriously Simple Podcasting, is a really good plugin. It's a really excellent tool for podcasters. The only reason I tend to use PowerPress over Seriously Simple is that PowerPress just offers that little bit more. (laughs) I keep saying the word power. It's in the name of PowerPress as well. But it just offers a lot more options, a lot more customization, just a little bit more in terms of creating particular little feeds within my larger site that control over the types of feeds that I put out to the world. But like I say, most podcasters actually don't need that. Most podcasters will just put out one feed and they'll run with that one feed long term. So if that is the case, then it might be worth having a look at Seriously Simple Podcasting. The name says it all. It's easy to use. That's the main power of it. It's really easy to use, really quick. Uh, One of the biggest benefits of Seriously Simple podcasting is that it has an upload button in the section at the bottom of the post. So with both PowerPress and Seriously Simple, you just have a box at the bottom of your post. You create a standard post within WordPress. You put your title, you put your content, which are, say, your show notes, a summary of the podcast. And then at the bottom of that, you actually put in the details of the podcast itself, of the audio file, I should say. Now, with PowerPress, you have to upload your audio file separately within the media library and then get the URL from there and paste it into the PowerPress uh, uh, box, basically the box which takes the URL for that file. But with Seriously Simple Podcasting, it's actually got an upload um, button within the Seriously Simple box at the bottom of the post. So it just cuts out an extra step, makes it much simpler. Um, So... If you just want simple, easy, straightforward, create a decent podcasting feed without all of the extra features, then I would say Seriously Simple Podcasting is a really good option. If you think you're going to be branching out in your podcasting, you need all that extra power, you need the ultimate customization, episode titles, episode um, artwork, sorry, particular RSS feeds, password protection, all that kind of stuff, then PowerPress is the one. But otherwise, Seriously Simple Podcasting is worth considering as well. Now, just to tie things up here on that subject, that is actually something that on most servers, it's not a good idea to do. So you don't want to be uploading your media files directly to your own hosting because your own hosting doesn't really isn't really set up to handle media delivery. It's not set up to handle large audio files, large video files and handle the delivery of them long term. So once the podcast gets really popular. So you don't want to be using your own hosting for the media. What you want to be doing is using an external media host to host your uh, audio files and then upload the URL from there into PowerPress or Seriously Simple Podcasting. So actually on that basis, if you see your podcast becoming really popular, if you see your podcast becoming um, a business tool, something that you want to rely on as opposed to just a hobby, then that upload function within Seriously Simple Podcasting becomes a little bit moot because you're not going to be uploading audio files directly to your own hosting. You're going to be uploading it elsewhere and copying it in. Now, there's a few different options for that. You can go externally to uh, hosting providers such as Blueberry Media Hosting or Libsyn. You'll pay a monthly fee with them to uh, use their services to upload your media and then each time you upload your media you will uh, get a URL for that media file and you can copy that into your own website. Now with Libsyn obviously you do get um, a website, you do get your own place within Libsyn but as we've talked about at the start of this series I really believe that you should be self-hosting your Podcasting website so that you own your podcasting site, you own your RSS feed, you own a domain on which all of your content is delivered and you just use something like Libsyn or Blueberry Media to actually handle the media delivery side of things. So you've got your own home for your podcast and they handle the media itself. There are a few free options out there. So a lot of people are using um, stuff like SoundCloud at the moment to deliver their uh, their media. SoundCloud actually, once you get up to larger um, delivery sort of sizes, once you get more podcasts out there, you do have to start paying for it. But there's a couple of free options. To be honest, I wouldn't really recommend the free hosting options. They just tend to be either um, complicated, they're either hard to use, um, they make it difficult to get the URLs, uh, or they're just not very reliable. You don't want to be relying on something free. You want to invest in this. If you want your podcast to be popular, you want to be investing in it. And it's worthwhile spending the um, It's not too much of a, a monthly fee to go with one of the good media hosts. Now, if you want to check these out, I would say go to Blueberry Media. They're probably um, one of my favourites. I talk to uh, Todd and Angelo quite often um, and uh, they're a really good company. So you can go over to podcraft.net forward slash berry or you'll see just what they are offering at the moment at that link. Podcraft.net forward slash berry. Or if you want to look at at Libsyn, go to podcraft.net forward slash Libsyn and you'll find uh, their options as well. Libsyn is spelled L-I-B-S-Y-N. So that just leaves me to direct you to the tutorials for today. So uh, we've talked about plugins, we've talked about installing these podcasting plugins for your website. Now we want to know how to do it. So I mentioned on an earlier episode that I have created a course around this kind of stuff, around creating these type of uh, websites. So I've got some video tutorials on there to show you how to install plugins. So just go to podcraft.net forward slash website course and that'll take you straight to the tutorial videos. You can register for the course there if you haven't already and it'll take you to the course you can find in there how to install plugins. Okay, so that ties us up for this episode on podcasting plugins. Hope that was useful to you and you can now get a podcasting plugin installed on your WordPress website. And that leaves us set up really just to set up the last couple of things for your WordPress website this week. We're going to look at themes tomorrow, just how you make your site look a little bit more unique, how you make it look a little bit nicer. And I hope you'll find that useful just to uh, you know, make yourself stand out. So thanks again for listening and I'll see you on tomorrow's episode.